Greetings from Longtime No See the Podcast. Every week we'll be inviting two blindfolded comedians to answer a series of questions about their careers, lives, and opinions. Now, let's remove those blindfolds and start the show. Hi! What would your opening line with your celebrity crush be? Loved you in Harry Potter. <laughs> Worst date you've been on. A man bit my neck mole off once. You did what? A man bit my neck mole off. Oh my god, Jack almost fell off his chair. Be sure to follow and subscribe to the podcast. Hi, welcome to Good for a Weekend, the podcast where two friends gab about Taylor Swift. I'm MK Ashford. And I'm Cressy Cornus. And this is our first official shot at one of our gossipy episodes. Yes. So this is what we teased in our last episode that we're going to start doing monthly recap, sort of, but like in a loose sense, since a lot happens within the space of what we call time. Uh, just checking in on what's going on in the Taylorverse. Yeah, all month we jot down some things we notice, see online, here in the Discord, see on our Instagram, Twitter, whatever. And we're going to kind of recap them as a, a gossip episode of recapping what's happened in the Taylor Swift universe in the last month. That's what you missed on Glee. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for repeating exactly what I said slightly differently. You're welcome. So brave of you. Okay, so we have no idea what to call this. Uh, we have been playing around with the idea of Taylorverse, but for SEO purposes, I feel like it's a terrible name. <laughs> it's pretty rough. Yeah. Uh, what are your What are your thoughts, MK? What should we call this? I am not creative. I don't really have thoughts on it. I think that somehow I want to use the soundbite of talking shit for the hell of it because that's how I feel. <laughs> But then that also implies that we have poor karma. And I don't know if I want to invite that. Yeah. And also all I can think about when we talk about it is that's what you missed on Glee. But <laughs> it's not really applicable. And that's what you missed on. Yeah. Okay. So I asked ChatGPT to make a list for us. Would you like to hear the 10 options that they gave us? Please. Because I got nothing. I said, what are some funny names for a Taylor Swift news segment? Number one, Swift Scoops and Shifty News. <laughs> Why is it shifty? Oh, sketch. All right, number two, Taylor's Tidbits and Tafeta Tales. It sounds kind of spicy to me. Yeah, Taylor's Tidbits sounds, um, sounds a little spicy. Inappropriate. <laughs> uh, yeah. Number three, Swifty Spilling the Tea with Taylor. That would be great if Taylor was a guest, but uh, she's never going to join. Uh, you know, we could, we could get her on here. I think she's in our Discord, so. Yeah, I was just about to say that we do think she has a burner in our Discord. More on that later. Number four, T-Swizzle's Gossip Galore. Perfect. I love that one. That's a good one. Five, Swiftly Stirring the Fashion Frenzy. It's probably never going to be about fashion. The next her. one's Sorry. even worse. Taylor Swift Gazette, where fashion meets laughter. <laughs> I think ChatGPT is making fun of the way she dresses. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> one, they're not wrong. And two, I feel like fashion and comedy are her lowest points. So <laughs> They are really coming for her. Okay, next. Swiftly Swifties, the comical chronicle. 
it's not going to be that funny. I don't, I don't think. I know. And these are so long. We need like two words. Okay. I'll quickly finish it out. Uh, Taylor's tune in laugh out loud edition, swiftly quirky, <laughs> the Taylor Swift comedy show. And lastly, the Swift report bringing you fashionable funnies. Again, with the fashion. <laughs> they think we're going to be so funny and so fashionable. My job as a writer is safe. Honestly, like, I feel like you are, like, you fit some of them. The one about quirky and comedy, I feel like you fit that. But Taylor doesn't. Thank you. I don't hate the Swift report. It kind of sounds like a far-right news organization, though. And we could have, like, super intense news music in the background. Ooh. Ooh. I actually, okay, tell us in our Discord if you like the Swift report or not. I also thought of state of grace and then like parentheses like the month we do so then it's kind of like the state of the union but would someone see the word state of grace and want to click that episode i don't know you guys let us know in our discord what you think about potential titles for this segment let's just get right into taylor verse swift report state of grace fashion funnies <laughs> why don't we start off with some breaking news okay Dun, dun, dun. Breaking news. A couple hours ago, Maddie Healy and Taylor Swift have officially broken up. Everyone cheer and shout and scream and clap and cry. Why cry? Tears of joy? Yeah, tears of joy. Tears of joy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So the first thing I'm going to say is that I was at work when this broke. So I only looked up the news on Instagram. And then I'm reading the comments. There are terrible everyone sucks everyone's like oh my god she has to be the problem another one down when's the song gonna come out i guess we're getting a new album like everyone's just being so annoying and i was being like i was like really grossed out by it and i was like you know what everyone sucks and then an hour ago or whenever i got home and i saw the news from like the same news outlet i think it was entertainment tonight on tiktok and everyone in the comments was like yes like mother is Thank free God. like really good positive funny comments about how awesome she is and how she deserves better and i was like okay tiktok is just my home that's how that's what i found out so i don't know if you if you're like a comment looker but that was like one of the big things i noticed the instagram comments were toxic and i hated it oh i did get a screenshot from a friend who is not a fan of taylor swift she's like a casual fan who um quoted the azalea banks story did you see that no and if i'm gonna be so honest i'm not really sure who that is okay that's fine let me pull it up so exactly a week ago the artist azalea banks posted on her story now for anyone such as mk who doesn't know who azalea banks is um she is an icon she is oh. known for her incredibly ruthless Instagram stories. Uh, she's probably like a D-list pop star. She has one hit. It's 212. You might recognize that as the song from the Bling Ring soundtrack, an incredible film, and an even better song. I love 212. It is constantly in my Spotify wrapped. Does it just sound like I'm in the 212? Is that yeah yeah it's that song okay. It's, okay. that's the only part Hold, let I me know. play it from my phone 
you guys, I promise you listening, if you're like, I have no idea what she's talking about. You better be you careful. This, if she's a dealer, she may come for this podcast for us playing her song. <laughs> if it's playing through my phone, this counts as commentary under copyright law. This song. Okay, you get it. You know it, right? I love that song so much. Okay, anyway, look it up if you don't know. Uh, She's known for being highly controversial. Uh, You know, she's uh, a little problematic. Uh, uh, We don't have time to get into the entire Azalea Banks lore, but some uh, notable moments I would like to share is the time she told Grimes, uh, former partner of Elon Musk, that she smells like a roll of nickels. Well, <laughs> she kind of looks I like. I think about it at least once a week. Might. And she called Elon Uppertide Clyde. She's she's a real poet when it comes to insults. And for some reason, she had a lot of thoughts about the Taylor and Maddie situation on her stories a week ago. She said, Taylor, this guy is going to give you scabies. He's not on the level of powerful puss you worked hella hard to build. Ugh, so many cooler people on music to work with. You should really tap. I love how she says tap, like she can just choose her boyfriends. You should really tap James Mercer from the shins. James Mercer is honestly one of the best lyricists ever. Yes, Taylor Swift with Black Wave Australia by the shins vibes is the T, sis. Ugh, this dude is a full incel. You cannot be letting him climb the rich white coochie mountain, sis. And then she also said, Matt Healy is one shared needle away from tetanus and also has a very lengthy reaction to the whole Ice Spice thing, just blasting him for being jealous of Ice Spice, uh, calling him uh, he- weak in the knees, thin jawed and drug addicted. And it's easy to catch his crusty ass lacking. <laughs> she's really good at insults and she's not wrong i didn't hear a lie in that entire speech so this i okay it's really long so i'm not going to read all of it but this also includes and this one kind of hurts my feelings a little bit because i am a fan of the 1975 she says the 1975 is on nobody's radar babe maybe fat emo teenagers but we are not checking for you boo it looks like MK is in tears. Note for the audio. <laughs> Why is she going to call us out like that? <laughs> I know. Anyway, so that's the context. My friend, who is not, let's circle it back to how that all began. My friend texted me a screenshot of this post saying, the rich white coochie mountain is secure. I repeat, the rich white coochie mountain is secure. Quoting Azalea Banks. The powerful puss. It's so funny. It really is. So I know Azalea's happy right now. She won. Yeah, me too, Azalea. She kind of sounds like someone that would date him, though. Like, I don't understand. Yeah. Like, she seems like a problematic queen. And so is he. And they both say whatever they want. Very true. So. So back to the Maddie and Taylor of it all. It's been an interesting couple of weeks, and I do think we can confirm on this podcast, as 
a reputable source of news that this is true. TMZ broke it. Uh, ET then reported on it. People Magazine, um, very reputable sources. It does seem that this is true. Uh, a reason was not cited, but people have noted that both of them are on world tours for the next year. So their lives are not easy. Yeah, I did also see something about like her friends aren't surprised because it was kind of a whirlwind thing after a long relationship. So, you know. Yeah, clap if you were surprised. Okay. Oh. <laughs> I mean, oh my God, it was just one. It was ridiculous. They were parading around. Like, it was so bleachella. Textbook like, rebound. It- so textbook rebound if you did not learn anything from tom hiddleston yeah i mean like clockwork come on like clockwork like an exact repeat whirlwind i mean she was mouthing that she loves him on stage taylor i'm are taylor i love you but are you embarrassed that that happened or are you like cool with it hmm she seems like a better to have loved and lost than never to have loved of all at all kind of girl. So, you know, very true, very true. But I hope she's a little embarrassed. Okay. Also, though, I saw someone be like, "I thought she just said this is the happiest time in her entire life on stage." Like, bitch, she it did does not mean that it was all because of him. Yeah, that's so true. It's definitely the tour, dude. Also, I feel like they could have broken up a little bit ago like I feel like everything in the media especially with her is just like slightly delayed by like a couple weeks totally you know but I want to know the exact timeline of everything from like when they started dating actually which was probably like somewhere between January to March situation I would assume Mm -hmm. and then like when he said the ice spice thing when she contacted Ice Spice, if they were still together, when they did the like, I just need to hear. I need to hear it all. I need to hear it all. And we'll never know. Final thoughts on this matter. It does seem that the hashtag "Speak Up" movement worked. Unfortunately, oh if you don't know, there was one Swifty who wrote Taylor an open letter on behalf of all Swifties, telling her to hashtag Speak Up because she was dating Maddie Healy, who is problematic for many many reasons it was very cringy it was reported on people made fun of it it was it was pretty rough to be a swifty during that week on the internet yeah and she um so graciously signed it all swifties um yeah thanks girly as if we had a powwow about it and decided that we wanted to be a part of that yep yep we didn't so Okay. And it was like all like canvas in the speak now. Yeah. <laughs> like Branding. Yeah. Yeah. Terrible. So embarrassing. Hashtag speak up. I know we're, we've just spent 15 minutes talking about her relationship with Maddie Healy, but I do think it's worth repeating to everyone listening and to us that Taylor does not care what we think when it comes to her relationships. She does not care. Or does she? Because a lot of people in the Instagram comments were like her fans bullied her out of this relationship. And I was kind of like, you know what? I think she like kind of was bullied out of it. Like, but like in a good way, like the kind of bullying where your friends are like, girl. I think her friends could have contributed for sure. I hope they did. But like, I don't think hashtag speak up actually did a damn thing other than embarrass the hell out of everyone. You know, like she doesn't care. Was not the open letter. With the Twitter, uh, the Twitter canva girlies think this isn't a a cause we can infographic our way out of okay 
No, but it could have been the fact that people literally like were boycotting her. And she was yeah. like, oh, this is affecting my money. Yeah. The the white woman coochie, she doesn't she doesn't lose her bag. She doesn't fumble a bag. Not that puss. I hate that <laughs> word so much. <laughs> it's so powerful. It's a little too powerful. It's kind of making me feel like oh my no. I can do whatever I want. <laughs> You guys would think it was cool. Not everything, sister. Sorry. All right. What's next on our agenda? Um. Okay. So we talked about, I kind of brought it up, the Ice Spice thing. Yeah. Let's talk about the Karma remix. Hot trash. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, okay. Since the last time we all spoke, we did get some like weird multiple new album version of midnight's cash grab situation that i literally had to like review a flow chart what are we getting when where how streaming cd exclusive not like i don't know um it was it was insane and i hated it but i will say so we got two new versions of midnight's one is till dawn which is the one that dropped on streaming for everyone everywhere that includes hits different Snow on the Beach featuring more Lana Del Rey, which I just can't decide how I feel about that. We'll talk about it. And three, the Karma remix. And also, notably, that entire version of the standard album is clean. Clean version. Yes. And doesn't include all of the previous bonus tracks, which is confusing. Yeah. A couple bonus tracks were taken out. Yeah. Don't know why. It's very confusing. Two really weird to release an album where the original song is clean but then you also added a remix and that one is not clean Mm -hmm. but the entire album's clean whatever i don't i don't care i can't begin to know what she's even thinking at this point and then she also released a in-person only version of midnights with another vault track you're losing me that you can only buy at the show that weekend on CD. Yeah. I just But if you're in the Discord, you already heard it. We were very quick. Our girl Beth came through. Shout out to Beth. <laughs> Seriously, I have been listening to that. I listen to it multiple times a day. Beth's version. <laughs> <laughs> Parentheses Beth's version. Shout out to Beth. Yeah, literally. Okay, so let's start with Karma Remix because I feel like that was the biggest one. I Spice Controversy. It, as you said, trash. It is the worst remix and I hate all of her remixes. I hate (laughs) them all. This is worse than just a DJ remix, a pop remix. This is awful, 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 awful. Facts. Facts. I had such high hopes for this. You guys, I had physical therapy on wednesday and friday and wednesday i was like you guys a remix is coming out tomorrow let's go and then friday i came and i was like you know just forget about everything i said earlier and it has nothing to do with ice spice (laughs) like i had high hopes for ice spice and her production is really good it's the production the production is like slowed down on her verse and it makes it sound like there's a setting wrong on your spotify it's it sounded rushed which is confusing because taylor pointedly said at her tour that i spice reached out to her at the beginning of the year so you would think they had had at least six months to work on this but it sounds like they did this in 20 minutes i'm sorry she said that one i spice reached out to her 
Mm-hmm. And yep. two, that it was before Maddie Healy said anything. She purposefully worded it that her team reached out to her at the beginning of the year. The, there, like, the, there's just physically no way that's true. There's yeah. no way that this is a giant coinkydink. Yeah. No, that's a lie. That is a big fat lie. Allegedly. Yeah. <laughs> it would be it would be better if that were true. I know that. Uh the music video. I haven't even I have not seen it. I can't even <laughs> okay. lie to you guys right now. I know, but I know I'm gonna hate it. So I've been refusing to watch it. It's it's interesting. There's not a, a real solid thread throughout it. It feels like a bunch of clips mashed together. But I will say, it's very pretty. It's very beautiful. She's I'm, serving. The outfits are great. I like that the cover art thing has the moon and Saturn. Uh, there is one spot where um, Ice Spice is a cloud and she just pops in with facts. The- right. That's pretty notable. But uh, yeah, it's not my favorite Taylor music video, but I will say she is serving looks. Some great gifts out of that. I saw the conservatives on the internet getting mad that she's the devil at one point. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I liked when she was Dorothy, but I was like, I don't know what this has to do with anything, but okay. Oh my God. All the hailers are going nuts thinking that her being Dorothy in this music video is connected to him being Dorothy on Halloween. Oh. That was like eight months ago, you guys. Come on. Yeah, and the Wizard of Oz isn't some niche thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's like this really underground indie movie like debuted at Sundance. You probably haven't even heard of it. Yeah. Good lord. Okay. So second, hits different. Possibly top 10 to 20 Taylor songs now on my list. Like, Why was this not on the main version of the album? It is a standout. It is cracking my ears. It's so good. It's so constantly good. playing in my head every single day since it's come out. I can't stop listening to it. If I'm sad, I want to listen to it. It's different. If I'm happy, I want to listen to it. It's different. And I am usually a girl that like doesn't love her poppiest songs. Notably, my least favorite song by Taylor Swift is How You Get the Girl. It's just too poppy. Like It's too sweet. It bothers me. I thought I would feel the same way about Paris. It grew on me. It's kind of falling back again. But this one, I was like, this isn't going to do it for me. But then the lyrics, it's like a perfect storm of like so poppy and catchy. But the lyrics are so good. Uh, since you brought up Paris, throw back to when I compared that to a 1975 song before we knew that they were dating. That is interesting. And he worked on the album on a song that didn't make the cut. Yeah. But that's yeah. interesting. Anyway, uh, I totally agree. I I, we talked about this off air. I love the line, cried over a hat. I, I feel that in my soul. I feel like this song is just so, like, analytical girl coded, if you're like that. Oh, my God. Okay. Okay. I literally just sent you a TikTok. Like, I have to read it out loud because I, like, usually when people are like, this song is for the girls that blah, 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 I don't, like, fully agree. But this one hit so hard for myself. And I kind of feel like maybe you, too. Do you want to read it? Yeah. No, I'm about to, like, embarrass us, just so you know. <laughs> I hope you're okay with me calling us both out right now in this moment. 
Hits Different is for the girls who pretend to be shallow and noncommittal when they're really hopeless romantics. It's for the Amy March girls, the Walt Whitman fans, the Pink Lovers, and the girls who have always been called boy crazy. Hits Different is for the girls who argue and say things they don't mean and overanalyze every detail of every interaction. It belongs to the party girls who stare blankly into their own eyes in the bar bathroom and then shake it off and put on lip gloss. Hits Different is literally such a perfect description of the overcompensating, bubbly, anxious girls longing just to be seen and known and loved hits different is mirror ball coded and i stand by that agree it sounds like it's a fun like mm, like poppy girl and it's not underneath when you really really listen it's like not fun but you're like trying to pretend to be fun mm-hmm. my life <laughs> I have seen rumors that it's going to be in the Barbie movie. And if those are just rumors, I need you guys to stop spreading them because I'm going to be so sad when it's not. I don't know. Do you think that they would put like shit my friends say to get me by in the Barbie movie? Mm, I think it's rated PG-13. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think so. But I think it's a line about switching out these Kens <gasps> is what makes people think that. Yeah. And... The Barbie soundtrack has been released, but there are two slots that have not been announced yet, which leads people to believe that they're going to be big names. Um, Gaga is believed to be one of them because she has had some Instagram comments with the official Barbie team implying that, but we don't know the second one. I would hope it's Taylor. That'd be so fun, but I could also see it like not. Like, yeah. I feel like she's just, like, on her own shit right now. I don't know if she, like... Was- she's very busy. She is so busy. Yeah. But I would love for it to be hits different. Yeah. The only part of that song that doesn't hit for me is her saying, um, oh, what is it? Like, I could always move on or whatever. Like, in the middle of the chorus, I can't hear it unless I'm, like, singing it. Uh, moving, moving on, on was always, always easy for me to do. <laughs> yeah. Um, doesn't apply. Moving on has never been easy for me to do, <laughs> but it hits even more different this time because it's you, you know? We also have to talk about the line argumentative and dream girl. And that's such a hard word for me to say. So thank you for finishing that. What a oh, line. I love it. It's so good. Oh, bars on bars. Bars on bars. All right. Okay. Next, uh, Snow on the Beach featuring more Lana Del Rey. It's almost insulting. It's better. It's so it's better. better. No, it's so much better. Lana outdid her. No, literally. <laughs> Sorry, I Taylor. It is so funny that Taylor was like, yeah, I released this and I heard that you guys don't like me as much as you like her. She's in our Discord. She saw what I had to say. She listens to this podcast because when we talked about Midnight's Eye, I literally was like, it doesn't feature Lana Del Rey. Like, she's not <laughs> in it. <laughs> like, it pissed me off. Yes. And it, she literally made it better. But it has, uh, I don't remember if it was Taylor or if it was Lana. I think it might have been Lana. After it came out, said that um, Taylor sent her the entire verse and Lana only sent back some of it because Lana wasn't sure if she wanted. There was like some miscommunication. So I'm glad it got cleared up because I'm not even a fan of Lana Del Rey. Like I'm not a fan of hers and I think this is much better. Like I'm like, this is good. Like it makes sense to me now. Like I get it. Yeah, same. Because I just thought it was Taylor like realizing her own mistakes and being like, oops, sorry, I was selfish. Um, 
but that's good to know that there was like miscommunication and it wasn't yeah it just seems like a miscommunication on everyone's part and we got angry about it and they were like all right let's fix this and i'm glad they did you know it's like really refreshing for an artist to be like I put out something into the world on an official record that people bought physically in stores, but it wasn't good enough. So I'm going to do it again. And I love, I love that worth ethic of Taylor being like, "Eh, nope, let's polish it even more. Yeah. No. Yeah. I agree. It's so much better. Love it. Incredible. We'll never listen to the original again. Um, next is losing losing me. Yeah. Okay. MK got to listen to this for the first time on a plane, and I feel like that was just the perfect way to experience this. I will never forget the moment because we were about to take off, so I put in my headphones. We're, like, sitting still at the the gate. We're about to, like, start taxiing. I was watching them, like, close up the the doors and stuff out the window i'm like watching people like move bags and stuff on those little golf carts and i'm listening to that for the first time it was just so like music video vibes you know yeah so coming of age yeah even though we're past coming of age years coming of age is coming gone quite true taylor yeah it's gone we are 25 but yeah it was a perfect scene for me to be so melancholy and I agree with you because you said the beginning was like you thought it was going to be boring. Yes. Yeah, so I gave MK a heads up because I knew you weren't going to like it. But I was like, I MK, it. the beginning is slow. I didn't love it. But then when it picks up, it it slaps you across the face the way it picks up. And that's all I need is to know that that's coming. Yeah. And it it delivered for sure. It did. I think that that bridge in a way, somehow, it's like more gut-wrenching than maybe anything she's ever written. I would love to read some of the lyrics because I don't know how online our listeners are, but there has been a meme for the last six years of Joe Alwyn, Can You Fight? I don't know if, if you guys have seen that. It's very big on Twitter, but anytime Taylor does something that is deemed attractive, comma, sexy even... People reply to it in all caps. Joe Alwyn, can you fight? Because they're like, Taylor looks so fucking good. Like, I want to fight him, like, for her. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. I thought they were just, like, making fun of him for looking, like, not manly enough to be able to (laughs) take anyone in a fight. It's always been in response to, like, stunning pictures and videos of Taylor. Like, uh, I think one of the first times I saw that was when Taylor was promoting read taylor's version and she was wearing that like black outfit on seth meyer she you know what i'm talking about mm-hmm. it's like, stunning and people yeah. are like joe alwyn can you fight because she looked so good so i was thinking about that when i got to the bridge and all i did was bleed as i tried to be the bravest soldier fighting only in your army front lines don't you ignore me like she was fighting she could fight but he couldn't fight and also, yeah. I know he saw Joe Owen. Can you fight? Because that was that was everywhere. Yeah, I feel like that. I don't know. That's just hits so hard because it's like I defend you at all times and like try my best to make you look good. And like, I'm literally fighting. Like I don't even see it as fighting for him or for the relationship. I see it almost as like defending him, always. Yeah. Yeah. It's sad. I also like the the line, my I know my pain is such an imposition. Mm-hmm. That makes me so sad. 
And we have to talk about I'm the best thing at this party and I wouldn't marry me either. That is currently blowing up on TikTok as it should. It's really funny. Like, it's like kind of funny. But like, also, I agree with both, you know, and it's like that shows you. It's so girlhood. Crazy you can go. Yeah. To be like, you're you're going to lose me and I'm the best thing that ever happened to you. But also. I hate yeah. you too. <laughs> Don't blame you. I don't know. It's so sad. Pathological people pleaser who only wanted you to see her. Joe Owen, can you fight? Makes me so sad. It's a great All song. right. Any more thoughts on your losing me other than just pure pain? No, it's just so good. I like her heartbeat. I like her breaths. So good. Yeah, let's talk about how ready for it. Her first song about Joe began with an... <clears throat> And this is her last song about Joe, and it begins with a sigh. Oh, wow. Damn. Also, like, I gave you all my best me's. Yeah. That's layered. Lover era. Yeah. She gave him an entire era. Almost basically two. I think reputation is basically Joe's era, too. Yeah. That's how I see it, but wow. Yeah, two whole eras. Dang. Okay. So then it was quiet for approximately a week and a half. Yeah, things were chill. MK and I were like, I think we've got enough to talk about. And our gossip episode, unnamed. And then some reason, two things happened today. Not only did her and Maddie Healy break up, but also she dropped the track list for Speak Now, Taylor's version. Yes, these are the From the Vault songs. Electric Touch featuring Fallout Boy. When Emma Falls in Love. I Can See You. Castles Crumbling featuring Haley Williams. Foolish One and Timeless. Um, are you someone who listens to unreleased songs? Like do you find them and listen to those? I have in the sense of, like, being on YouTube as a child and stumbling upon them and that way. I don't search too hard, but if I find them, I'll give it a listen. Okay, agree. So, like, I was a big fan of, like, I'd Lie, I Heart Question yeah. Mark, like, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know those were unreleased until I got older. Yeah, same. But I, I like, I literally thought they were, like, bonus tracks. Yeah. Um but I hadn't really listened to unreleased stuff since then. Um, like, same as you. I just don't really go looking for it, which is funny because, like, I do for Harry Styles and stuff like that. So, interesting. But then um, the other day I actually was listening to an unreleased playlist uh, on Spotify. And I found a few that I really liked. Um, now I'm kind of sad they're not on the album. But my question was going to be, do you know if these songs are songs that people are going to already know? Because I personally don't know any of these songs. But I wonder if other people like do. I have not seen these anywhere. Okay. And it seems that people are also very surprised and shocked by these. Okay, cool. Um, I want to know who Emma is. I don't... People think... People think it could be about Emma Stone because this is when they were top tier besties. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. Okay. I also heard something about 
a Paramore song that's supposedly about Taylor Swift talking about castles or crumbling or brick by brick or something. And then How New Romantics is a is a response to that song. And now this one's called Castles Crumbling. And so they think it's like this whole like coded, you know, back and forth message with Haley Williams. Taylorverse. Okay. Which is very interesting. Well, I'm so excited for this. I know we were all hoping for a misery business better than revenge mashup. <laughs> but I am also excited for this. I know. I am too. I think as long as she doesn't do her dirty, I don't think she can. Like, could you imagine? I don't think like, she will. Haley Williams singing backup vocals. Like, that just doesn't even make sense. No. I, I really don't think she would. Okay. Fingers crossed. And if she does then she'll get bullied into changing it like she did with snow on the beach we ride it on we yeah. ride it. <laughs> now fallout yeah. boy i am not sure what that's gonna sound like i know and like i'm really not sure we kind of like no one really thought she was gonna have any um features because it was yeah. a self-titled self-titled um self-written album but i f- feel like fallout boy is like so far from speak now you know it just doesn't make any sense to me, but I'm excited to see what happens. Because honestly, the vault tracks have never really sounded fully like the original album anyway. Totally. And I'm also thinking about Haunted. I feel like Haunted is very Paramore coded. And then that like that's like the bridge between that and Fallout Boy. So like I can see like the spectrum going towards that end. I can see it. I have like friends that were warped tour kids and I was like, I I feel like this is the best day of your life. Like if you're a fan, but you were also like a emo kid, like this is this is it. This is the pinnacle. Yeah, it's hopefully how I'm going to feel when debut comes out. And there's country artists as features. Let's claim what we think our favorite's going to be. I want to claim foolish one because I just love the word fool. I I'm going to go for the Emma one. When Emma falls in love. Yeah, it sounds like really. Uh, uh poetic i don't know i feel like it's just gonna be pretentious and i'm gonna like it okay great well speak now will be out july 7th one month from now any last thoughts on this announcement how do you feel about her ballet flats i i am surprised that she beat the feet allegations i don't i don't love the i don't like the art that much on the back cover but that's okay kind of weird it's like, fine why is she ballerina i don't know i have a weird chip on my shoulder about all of these vinyls i will say i'm kind of annoyed that there's like 45 different versions oh yeah for sure there's too many this is just too much plastic in the and world like it's also like especially with this one i don't know if you know this um as you can see i'm a purple girl like everything i own that could be a customizable color is gonna be purple so the fact that she's coming out with so many different purple ones and i just want them all and i don't even own a record player like i can't do this again the freaking midnight's vinyl is sitting right behind my computer right now i've never heard it because i don't own a record player but i bought it yeah for what and i'm i like i feel like i'm gonna get suckered into this again because purple's my favorite color yeah it's offensive i have put myself on a ban from buying vinyls because theoretically I, i collect them I do have two record players in my apartment, but I just don't. 
I, I turn on my Bluetooth speaker and I queue up Spotify. And you know why? It's because I hate flipping the damn thing over. I hate flipping it over. I want to listen to the whole album all the way through. I hate how halfway through you have to physically stop everything and pick it up and flip it over. But when the apocalypse comes and I can still listen to music on vinyl, I guess. I guess I'll be happy for my collection. But yeah, I put myself on probation from buying vinyls because I just don't listen to them. Okay, final thoughts. I am so glad this relationship with Maddie is done because now I can stop working on the Maddie Healy episode. It was giving me heartburn. It was too much. It was requiring a lot of research and context. And I'm glad it's over. I'm not doing it. He's done. He's out of the Taylorverse. Yeah, I hope we never have to speak of him again. Yeah, I'm I'm glad to be a casual fan of the 1975 again. Me I'm too. glad these worlds have uncollided. It's no longer a crossover episode. I'm glad I can just go back to the way things were. Me too. I agree. I concur. It's good to be back. Home sweet home. Single girl era. What's going to happen next? Ooh. <laughs> Who knows? Me, you, and Taylor all single at the same time. Things are going to get crazy. <laughs> uh, Yeah. <laughs> It's it, but it's like the fact that she's single now is when things are going to get crazy cuz we have been single <laughs> for quite a while. But now that she's single, watch out yeah. world. Watch out. Hot girl summer. Let us know what you think this should be called. Yeah. I'm feeling the swift report. I am. Okay. It's not cute, but it would explain very simply what this is let us know what you think and you know where to find us um we will not be doing nightmares and daydreams in these episodes because those are saved for our main monthly episodes and we're gonna play around with this format so we are welcome to any and all feedback regarding these new kinds of episodes because we're playing around we would love to hear what you think unless it's mean then i can't handle it yeah word it nicely MK and I are incredibly fragile right now. We don't have time to go into it. But uh, one day this week, she spent an hour talking me down. And then the next day, I spent an hour talking her down. We are both just like <laughs> like scales trying to balance each other out right now. We're both so like mentally unstable right now. Just crying in the shower, talking on speakerphone. Yep. <laughs> those are the vibes so <laughs> but at least um no i don't think taylor's crying she's probably happy no but at least we have each other in this podcast and the weekenders i have hits different stuck in my head hits different has been stuck in my head for like since it came out you were the one that i love <laughs> i still don't even know all the words and it's like still stuck in my head I know all the words, and I didn't even listen to it until, like, it came out last week. I like when she's, like, cried over a hat. That's so me-coded. I know. Well, yeah. Mine is pictured you with other girls in love and throw up on the street. It's so embarrassing. But true.